Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. We become what we think about. Hello, this is Darren Mitchell. Welcome back to the final episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast for this week, being the week ending the 12th of March, 2021. Trust you've had a phenomenal week. And again, looking forward to a restful weekend and ready to reload into the next week. Hey, um, that, that quote, that quote, the we become what we think about, actually comes from a guy called Earl Nightingale who wrote, uh, wrote a book uh, and I wrote, I think he recorded some... Uh, I was going to say podcast, but back in the 1950s, 60s, they didn't have podcasts. But he, he made some audio recordings called The Strangest Secret. And uh, all of this was geared around mindset. And it's so powerful and it's so it's so true that even despite what events happen to us and happen around us, our mind is so powerful that we can control our responses and therefore control literally our destiny. Hence, he says, we do become what we continually think about. Um, and this has been brought out more and more by research around the scientific realm as well. And I was listening to a phenomenal podcast today, actually, by uh, it was on John Maxwell's podcast, but he had a guest called Dr. Carolyn Leaf, who has just released a book called Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. And she's a communication path- uh, pathologist, but also a cognitive neuroscientist. And she's a very, very, very intelligent sounding woman, but she has done so much research, which has gone into this book um, around mindset and particularly going beyond uh, mindfulness, which I know a lot of corporates and a lot of people are now uh, tapping into as a way to manage, I guess, manage stress levels, manage their uh, manage their team in, in terms of their, uh, their engagement, but also performance over a long period of time. Mindfulness now becomes almost like a, a fait accompli in a lot of organizations, including, by the way, a lot of sporting teams. But she was sharing on this particular podcast, and it's in the book, uh, the research that she did, which showed that there are specific techniques and steps in mind management that enable us to uh, deal more effectively with things like anxiety and depression and, and looking at the root causes of that, not necessarily treating the symptoms, which a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of um, a lot of people do today. And I'm not a doctor. I don't profess to be a doctor. And I'm not saying that uh, it's not real. But what, what she is saying is that often what people do is they tend to treat the symptoms with medication, for example, uh, and not necessarily go a little bit deeper to try and find out what the root cause is, which is what her research is actually uh, talking about. And I just found there's a, there's a theme that's going through the podcast this week, and we seem to be talking about growth mindsets. We talked yesterday about what we see as based on what we believe, and I shared with you the ladder of inference. Um, and today, I just happened to be listening to this podcast, and I'm thinking, my God, this makes so much sense. So I just had to record some thoughts about this and, and try to bring it back to what does this mean for us as sales leaders, particularly when we're trying to lead the team with and by example, and how important it is to have the right level of mind, mindset in place, first of all, but being really consciously aware of what our thinking patterns are and what thoughts we're actually having. Because unfortunately, the, the more we think about certain things, the closer we become like those certain things. And before you know it, there's this almost like this tangled web of of stuff that's built and it's like a um it's like a uh it's like a branch that continues to grow and it's very very strong by the time more and more branches are added to it it's very hard to undo and it's very hard to break and in this podcast uh dr leaf was talking about how there is a there's a fundamental difference between the brain 
and the mind. And there's been a lot of research done, and she's doing more and more research in this area, so it continues to evolve. But essentially saying there's a huge difference between the mind and the brain, and that the mind is constantly active, and it's always... And she said, what was the analogy she used? She said, oh, we can go, we can go three weeks without food, we can go three days without water, we can go three minutes without oxygen, but we literally can't go three seconds without our mind uh, tipping into something different. So it's always it's always active, even when we're asleep. And what's really interesting is, based on her research, is the, the mind and the thinking patterns we have can actually have an impact, either positively or otherwise, on the brain. And because it's so, uh, so active, if we don't properly manage our thoughts and our thinking patterns, not only can that shape the structure of our brain and the elements of our brain, it can even have an impact on DNA. And she gave an example, and I can't remember the terminology, but um, it's very, it was a very scientific one. But the research suggested that uh, people who are thinking of a certain way, and often there's people who are really pessimistic and, and see the world as glass half empty versus glass half full. When you look at their biological age, that is how old they actually are physically, versus then their chronological age, it's a massive difference. And she said there, in some clinical studies, there was a difference. They had, she had some 30, I think 30 or 35-year-olds who, uh, from a chronological age perspective, they had uh, the cells in their body and the physical, I guess, uh, makeup of their body uh, was something like a 60 or 65-year-old. So they were, they were 30 years older than what their biological age was actually saying to them. And so through the experimentation, she actually worked on a number of techniques for these people to help them with mind management and specific strategies that she goes into in the book. But after the clinical study, she actually did a, another test to then check their chronological versus their biological age. And she said in about 95% of those cases, the chronological age and the biological age then matched, which meant that through the process of mind management and really thinking about and being conscious of the thoughts that we have and having control over those thoughts, we can have an impact on our chronological age because it does affect our DNA. Now, I'm not scientific, but it was blowing me away as I was listening to this. I'm thinking, my God, and it makes so much sense given that what we think about is is play, playing out in every single conversation we have. And you can see this in other people. You can see that you can have a conversation with somebody and you know they're either not there or what you're saying, it's just not computing and they're thinking off something else. They're thinking off with the fairies doing something completely different. And so our thinking patterns are so, so important. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't actually believe they've got full control over their thinking patterns, but they actually do. It's it's something that we need to be more consciously consciously aware of. And if you look at the events in the last you know 12 months in particular, uh, right around the world, many people have responded to external events such as COVID, uh, political things and political changes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And many people react to that and they feel as if they don't have any control. And so we need to be much more focused, and certainly as leaders, on what we can, what we do have control over, because often there will be things that happen that we don't have any control over. But I've often talked about, and I keep talking about this to leaders as well, we've always got to take 100% responsibility for everything that happens because when we do that, we have a lot more control over how we then choose to respond to whatever situation that we find ourselves in. And so here's the difference because it's not so much what happens on the outside or what happens to us as, as in terms of importance, but it's so much more important as to what happens in us. 
So what do we make a certain event mean to us? What sort of thought patterns do we have in relation to that particular event that just happened, whether it be COVID or whether it be something else that's happened in the, in, in the world or in, in our business, in our team, whatever the case might be. And so the thing, thing there is where are you focusing your energy? Because we are not... Uh, we're a generator of energy and it's always energy is always transferring. So if, if the mind is constantly active, we have to be more consciously aware of the thoughts and the thinking patterns that we actually do have because is the mind controlling us or are we controlling our mind? And this is where the difference between reacting to things and choosing to respond to things is a huge, huge thing. And what she's saying in her research is if we can implement some mind management strategies, then not only can we have better control over how we think, we can have better control, therefore, over how we feel, and therefore, we have a lot better control over the choices that are available to us and, therefore, the actions that we do take. Because we need to recognize and understand that where our focus goes, what we are focusing on, that's when we're going to be applying energy. And she gave this analogy in terms of a huge, sparse forest. And in the middle of the forest is this green, it's almost like... Um, area of utopia it's beautiful pristine lawns beautiful waterfalls it's it's it centers around positivity and an optimism and around that is a huge forest and some of those areas have those forest areas have uh, broken trees some of them have burnt trees some of them had dead trees and the more we focus on the periphery the more we focus on the outside the less control we over we have over our thinking patterns and the less control we have therefore over our feelings and therefore the choices become more and more limited so she said where we need to train ourselves is to think more and more positively and control our thinking so that when something happens, we need to ask ourselves questions such as, what does this actually mean? How can I respond most appropriately for this in this situation to get the best possible outcome? Because if I maintain a positive outlook, if I maintain a focus on, you know what, it's not what happens to me, it's what happens in me that's the most important thing, then I will have a lot more control over what I then do next, which means... I am in more control in terms of what the outcome is going to be because I have control over the next step versus what a lot of people do is they go around and I see this all the time in just in general life, but certainly in sales and sales leadership, I see people walking around as if they have no control. They're just at the mercy of everything that happens to them. My sales director is doing this. My customer is doing that. Well, guess what? It's how you choose to interpret that and therefore the choice you make in terms of responding to that, that is the most important thing, not the event that's actually happening. So I found out just a fascinating, fascinating uh, podcast this morning and, and really it does come down to this and that is we do become what we think about. So here's the question. Do you have a mind management strategy in place? Do you really take time to think? Do you really take time to reflect? And are you really dialing in on what those thinking patterns are and therefore what feelings are and being recogni having recognition of those? And as I was reflecting on this before I recorded this, I was thinking, well, this is why I get all my sales leadership clients to do uh, reflection time every single week to reflect upon the things that are working well, but also identify the things perhaps are not working so well so they can work on that for the following week. And it's all around this. It's really being control of our thinking patterns and therefore having more control over the choices we make and therefore the actions that we take. So I trust that message resonates. It's just, just a couple of thoughts on, on that as, a, as we ran up the week. Uh, we do become what we think about. So the key, the key question is, are you aware of your thinking patterns? at any particular moment. And what happens is when you find yourself going off tangent, what do you do to bring yourself back? What sort of conversations do you have with yourself? What sort of strategy do you have with, 
with yourself in order to bring you back on track and actually look at things for what they are and focus on what you can control in terms of your response versus being at the mercy of what happens to you. So with that, if you, as a reminder, if you'd like to work one-on-one and you're ready to take your leadership to the exceptional sales letter level and doing that within the next 90 days, I'd love to have a conversation and I'd love to start working with you one-on-one. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, and we'll jump on a Zoom call and have a phenomenal conversation and start working together as early as next week. So with that said, I hope you've had a fantastic week. Hope you look forward to a really restful and re-energizing weekend and look forward to talking to you early next week on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.